Welcome to Here's the Thing, where we talk fitness, lifestyle, human nature, and everything in between. Hey, hey, what's going on? Welcome to Here's the Thing. Welcome to another week. It is Wednesday. Yeah, 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 it's Wednesday. Sometimes uh, the time just absolutely flies by uh, and I don't get to get to the podcast that I like talking to you guys so much and just uh, never knowing the wild things that'll come out of my head. So um, the week's been flying by. I'd love to tell you that I've got a million stories for you, but sometimes, in fact, often, maybe even every time, maybe this is just discipline. Sometimes your life's pretty seemingly stagnant when you're progressing Because what you're really doing is pounding the same hammer to the same nail to the same piece of board day in and day out and day in and day out. And if you have any goal related to uh, anything longer term, anything health-wise, something that can't be instantaneously given, then you just know that there are days like that. So um, basically the last, I don't know, nine or ten days that we haven't talked, I've been making money. I've been working. And I've been working on my fitness as well. Um, Well, let me rephrase that. No, that's right. I've been working on my fitness well. I haven't been working on my health so well. I've been kind of, uh, I've been keeping my calories in check, but I've kind of been eating a little bit more of the shit that we shouldn't eat that's left over from Christmas, like chocolate and whatnot. And, you know, as a personal trainer, I could throw it out, but I could die tomorrow. And so I could also enjoy life just a little bit. Um, I guess the other things that I've been doing besides making money and getting my fitness right, um, feeling good, getting to the gym, stretching and all that kind of stuff, getting my mind right, taking more time for meditation. Maybe we'll touch more on that uh, in the morning and stuff. Um, Keep, ah, this was such a good one. Keep your learning ahead of your earning. I was sent a, something on this the other day. I don't remember, but that stuck with me. And, uh, oh, it was a TikTok from my girlfriend who actually just started her first uh, 30-day challenge of the year in the gym. And, oh, man, does that speak volumes. Um, that's the other thing that I've been doing, guys, instead of making a lot of money, is learning. You know, I spend a lot of my morning doing um, self-reflection. So there's learning. Uh, I do a lot of practicing of gratitude. There's learning. And I do a lot of reading, the Daily Stoic book, um, David and Goliath. I almost forgot what that book was called because I have, I've been so uh, mediocre at reading it. Um, sometimes books just don't hit you, and you don't have to force your way through it. That's the beauty of learning is uh, if it's not truly that interesting at the very moment, then you're really not going to – um, have a, a good amount of time to be able to actually comprehend and take in what you're trying to learn. So you need to learn when you want to learn. And so uh, another thing that I've been doing is listening to Audible. Um, shout out to my brother James Brooks, my other half, for giving me his passcode to that so I don't have to pay for it. So I'm listening to Thinking in Bets right now. Um I don't have a whole lot that I that I want to dive into about that, but uh, you know, the the premise of the book really should be around the fact that most people would say, you know, if you're to sum up life, life's like a game of chess. Well, the author would beg to differ in this book, Thinking Bets, because she would like to say that it's actually more like betting. 
Because just like chess, what you assume is there's probable chance in what next move you're making. And there is, but there's also in betting luck and there's not in chess. Just like in life, um, betting is very, very much adding up probable chances through experience and taking a bet that things will go your way probably. Um, But unlike chess, even if you do everything correct in life, throughout life, and do your 18 to 25 or whatever years it is to become a doctor. And I know I'm saying 18 to 25 as in like getting out of every bit of training and starting to make your money. Even if you go down that path, you might get hit by a bus while you're in grad school. So there's still obvious probable outcome that we have to plan for but that's the premise of the book is life is not like chess because if you make the wrong move in chess you made the wrong move and that was your issue there was no bad luck you just didn't make the right move but in life you can make the right moves and still have bad luck you could you could be a a pastor all your life and get mugged in new york city Um, right after doing a service and get stabbed to death. I mean, you can always have good and bad luck in life. And so that's the premise of uh, thinking in bets. And I think it's a, I don't know if it'd be a good one to read. Jeez, I actually thought there'd be no difference in listening to a book versus reading a book. But the reality is, is like when I uh, listen to, gee, shout out to my other half, my brother, James Brooks, uh, for Green Lights by, all right, all right, all right, keep on living, Matthew McConaughey. Um, That, I don't think after hearing him on Audible read that book, I really don't think I could ever read that book. I really don't. Um, it, It is probably a lot different if... The author isn't reading it, but gee, since Matthew McConaughey is reading his own book in Green Lights, he does such a phenomenal and captivating job that like, I don't think there's certain books now that if I were to be able to hear uh, my favorite book, uh, The 12 Rules of Life by Jordan Peterson, if I were to hear that audio book or audible and him reading it to me, oh my God, I don't think I would read it ever again. I don't think I could. And so uh, I don't know if this would be a good read, but it's a good listen, thinking in bets. And uh, that's the keep your learning ahead of your earning. I I have been just piss pounding, getting better as a person. Um, Self improvement, which should have a different term nowadays, because that's almost as bad as pyramid scheme. Self improvement is just like this vicious, vicious category now, which um, I would disagree with. I think it's very basic stuff that everybody needs to learn. Um, in order to reach the next levels, but you should be graduating from self-improvement, basic stuff. Um, but you should always be learning. There should always be something that you're doing, something that's, you know, there should be some curiosity out of life, you know, uh, it's something that I wanted to talk about too and brush on, which this leads into is I got asked not long ago, how, how do you go about finding your purpose? And that's a heavy hitter. How do you find your purpose? what the fuck is purpose? You know, I mean, that's a good one to really (laughs) not even to follow up with. That's a good one to really start with. What the fuck is purpose anyway? I really think that 
when you're trying to find your purpose, what you should be doing is being curious about life because finding your purpose to me is really developing your purpose and really finding your purpose should actually be changed into find what interests you and pursue that. And that's how you find your purpose, I believe. Now, I'm not saying go do fucking heroin because you and I both know that there's a moral compass and a moral judgment of you know what I'm saying when I say that. So I think to find your purpose, you have to do what's interesting. What's interesting? Taking care of yourself. Have you not been really, really good about your hygiene? Maybe all of a sudden you get obsessed with brushing your teeth and the next thing you know, uh, you want to dive into the dentistry world in some form or sense of the fashion. I don't fucking know. You know, I was overweight when I was a kid and I got in shape and I realized that I did a really piss poor job and it took a long time. So I learned how to do it quicker and I helped a few people do it a lot quicker than I did it and that gave me a lot of knowledge under my belt and and I became a personal trainer and I found my purpose of um, helping people, you know. Um, I would say my purpose even within training itself and coaching itself has changed. I don't. I started out with a passion to making people fit. And, you know, here I am 10 years later after I've been certified almost 10 years now and trained tons and tons of people. I'm more, much more concerned about um, fixing someone's behavior and someone's choices and how they dictate those choices and making sure someone's in a good head more often than not, than I am getting you abs or making you lose 30 pounds. And so I think your purpose does evolve and it does change, but your purpose is determined through interest. And, you know, you, you don't just, uh, you know, it's like dating. Day one, you're not going to take a bullet for this person probably. I hate, you hate to say it, you know, they're, they seem like maybe they're cute. Maybe they said a quick joke already, but you've known them for like 24 hours. Now, 24 years later, you're probably going to take a bullet for them. That's passion, but that's developed. They found an interest, which was a person and developed into a passion by being with them forever. It's the same thing when you're, um, you know, at a, at a career and a job, for a long period of time. If you continue to enjoy it, well, you found interest in it. That interest kept alive. The burning ember of your fire that is passion was the interest that never died out. Now, some things just aren't going to interest you forever. I have gone in and out of fitness. There's a lot of people that just assume that I've been just head over heels constantly studying and experimenting on myself with fitness and nutrition. And uh, there's there's been years where I'm absolutely like that. And there's a lot of years where I almost want nothing to do with even being healthy. And I'd rather just gain a bunch of weight and not work out at all, although I continue. Because there's developed passion. But it's been it's been forged over time and it's developed because of an interest that I took in looking better for women 10 years. I was interested in looking better to see what would happen. You know, I got into I got into lifting. And then that passion took a hold and that passion grew, but that passion can also change. I'm not going to tell you that I'm, that I'm going to be really into coaching and wanting to help people in 30 years. I'm sure I will, but it can change. You know, I have other passions right now. I have a, an online sales business that 
that uh, makes a lot of money, a lot, lot, lot more money than my fitness business and a lot more money than any jobs ever paid me. Um, am I passionate about it? I would say no. But it's pretty fucking cool and I'm really interested. And in a couple of years, because I've been doing it for six months, in a couple of years, in 10 years, in 20 years, yeah, there's going to be some passion probably behind it. Because I've been doing it, if I continue to do it, because I've been doing it. But it's just an interest. And you know what? Maybe you just started a new job or something. And uh, I know we've talked about that honeymoon stage phase starting the new job you probably think you're passionate about your new job it's a new fucking job it's new you don't even know if you like the job yet you just like change because you're a human being and new and change in today's world usually assimilate a correlation to progress and more success and your life being better so yes of course you love your new job i love my new co-workers i love my new bosses everyone's amazing because you don't know them. But let's say you, f- you find this new job and you're interested right now. And maybe you're interested in six months. And maybe you're interested in a year or two. And then you're like, yeah, I'm super passionate. I'm super passionate. And then a year later, you fall off the wagon. And uh, you're like, wow, I guess I was never really passionate. You were passionate. It just changed. Things can change. I was in finance for five years. Was I passionate? Some days I worked almost 24 straight hours trying to build a business and build my first office. I would say I developed a lot of passion. I was interested in making a lot of money. But guess what really happened? As I realized my interest was actually in providing and being secure and having the lifestyle I wanted and Finance wasn't enough of a passion to continue to keep me there with just my base interest of making money because it was never about the money. The interest was having the lifestyle I wanted. The interest was doing what I wanted the way I wanted to do it. The interest turned into passion in a different way. And I got out of finance after five years, but I would have told you that I was passionate about it. And I was. I wanted to help people. People were getting robbed, robbed blind. A lot of you aren't paying attention to your finances at all. I think you're fucking stupid because of it. That's your first that's your first mistake. Number one is get your money right for fucking sure. And then uh, you know what? If you get your money right enough, quick enough, then you can just go figure out what's interesting and you will never have to worry because you have enough money and enough income or whatever, however you decide to do it, to not rely on the daily a hamster wheel that is life when you don't have a lot of money when you're just going through day to day to day to day doing the same shit it gets mundane it gets routine and because it's not pushing forward then you feel like you're not passionate then you feel like you've lost interest and uh that's just the truth you need to go find some interesting shit you need to start living an interesting life Here's, here's a correlation thing that I thought of a long time ago. How much time are you spending on social media? Because this is a good medium. How much time are you spending on social media looking at people, things, ETC, ETC, a.k.a. the life that you want to live? Pictures, videos, whatever of the life you want to live versus what you're actually doing in real life to work toward that lifestyle and those goals. 
because I know a lot, a lot of people that want a lot, a lot of things and a lot, a lot of them spend all of their time looking at people, watching people live their life, watching reality TV, watching these YouTube videos, watching these documentaries, watching other people live the life and do the shit that you want to do. The difference is, I would say, they might be waking up thinking about the fact that they might not wake up at some point. Because that should scare the shit out of you. That should really scare the shit out of you. You want to go develop passion? You want to go live a life that's interesting to you or to your peers, even if you want to appear cool on social media? Start actually doing shit. Start realizing that you might not wake up tomorrow. Are you really excited about how you went to bed today? Are you really excited about how you ended it? Are you really passionate about everything in your life, about some things? Are you even awake are you just going through the fucking motions until you're 40 or 50? Or if you're listening to this now, 80 and in your deathbed and going, oh, wow, that went fast. I guess I should have took those trips I was talking about taking. I guess I should have tried to make the promotion I wanted. I guess I should have strived to find a different job that I was actually interested in. I guess I should have really taken that leap and started that interesting business that was interesting to me. I wish I would have spent one or two hours of my night looking stuff up on this business to see how to get it going versus sitting there and watching Shark Tank again, which, goddamn, boy, do I love Shark Tank. So I get it. But I still work on mine. The question is, are you going to work on yours? And also, I'm sitting here drinking a uh, 7-Up, zero sugar. I'm telling you. You will not listen to this podcast and be a believer of that stupid shit. That zero-calorie soda is really, really bad for you. You know what's really, really bad for you? Being overweight. So, why don't we start working on that first, and then we'll worry about aspartame and erythritol and sugar alcohols and fake... Oh, God. The dreaded fake sugar. No, your problem is is you're overweight and you have a 95% increased chance of all mortality. All problems because you're overweight. That's your problem. Um, which leads me to my next point, the gym. We got done with the gym a little bit ago. The importance of starting. My girlfriend started her 30-day her challenge today. And uh, um, I saw a guy getting a personal trainer today. And it's interesting where my mind goes. I'm going to take you there a little bit, especially being a trainer, I guess, myself and the people that I've met with in gyms. This guy, I don't know, probably in his mid-30s or whatever, he looked like he was pretty run down, partied a lot, maybe smoked, worked a construction job or whatever. Worked a lot of manual labor hard on your body if you don't take care of it. Um, not good for your body if you don't take care of it. And he looked like he was probably in his mid-30s. And I was like, hmm, I bet you, uh, I bet you he's hiring this trainer. He, he wasn't fat. I bet you he was meeting with the trainer because his doctor said, hey, buddy, you're burning the stick at both ends, bro. And we ain't in our early 20s anymore. And so that's what I think happened. But um, cool that he was starting. But I'm always very curious as to why people are starting. I did send out this tweet. I don't know if I talked to you guys about it. Before the uh, New Year's resolution, or New Year's Eve and New Year's, I guess. Um, I saw some people meeting before New Year's with personal trainers. And I thought, huh, 
Now, that would be an interesting study. That would be interesting. The people who meet with the trainer before the first, I'm talking literally even December 31st. What percentage of them have more success than the folks who meet with trainers after the first, you know, maybe before March or something realistic? Because to me, if you're meeting with a trainer before the first, you know, I, I'm a big believer in uh, you, you make a decision in a second. And when you've made the decision, it's time to start rolling. I'm not a big fan of I want to lose weight. It's Monday. I'm starting next Monday. I'm not a fan of that. I'm a big fan of starting right now. And so many people just tend to to start right after the first because it's a given that you're supposed to work on it and like other people are going to be doing it. So you almost feel like you're part of the pack, I guess, maybe. And... For some reason, every year you've built it up in your head that January 1st is a new you when you wake up hungover as fuck from the night before or whatever. And uh, I think the people going prior to, they've already made that decision that change is inevitable and they're going to do it. That's why they wanted to start sooner rather than later because decisions do happen in a second. And if you're making the, the decision for a New Year's resolution, especially usually to lose weight because 90% of you fail, why? That's a gigantic fucking statistic, 90 plus percent. And a lot of you, it's because you're you're trendy. You're doing a fad. Everyone wants to lose weight and you're part of the pack. It's like now you got something to talk about. It's like watching the big game the other night before you go out with the boys to grab some beers so you have something to catch up on and you can actually relate. Like, come on, Becky. We know that you're doing this. Because you did it last year and the year before and the year before. And I'm betting that these people, if they did a study of anyone from, let's just say, the last month, so December, the year prior, and January, the year post, I'm betting if they had two groups, the prior year, the people who signed up somewhere in December for personal training would absolutely demolish in success, pounds lost, term doing it, even years and years later. I'm, I'm willing to bet a higher percentage of those folks see much, much, much more success than the folks who start after the first because you're starting with a trend and with a fad. Um, because if you really wanted to do it, you'd just do it, you know? That's that's really what it comes down to. A decision's made in a second. So if you really want to do it, you would just get get off your ass and go do whatever it is. Um, maybe it's lose weight. Maybe it's to find your purpose. But either way, you got to get active, folks. And it isn't going to happen sitting at my nice computer desk that I got off the marketplace for really cheap. Um serenading you with my sweet voice it happens with action folks so wherever you're at whatever you're doing make sure you when you lay your fucking head on that pillow of the night you know damn well that tomorrow's a goddamn gift if you do make it and you know what if you didn't accomplish everything you wanted to today take that moment tonight when you're laying your head on the pillow to figure out what you can do to make it a better tomorrow and not for anyone but you. Not to make anyone's life better but yours. Not to make anyone's life easier 
but yours. Not to bring more coolness, more fun, more interest, more excitement, more dopamine, more adrenaline to your life for anyone, but for you. Get out there and do it for you. We will see you next week. Hopefully, I'll have more to talk about Saturday. Catch y'all later. Thanks for checking out this week's episode. Guys, you can find us at our website where we have a store, a fitness application. You can find us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Don't forget to check out our blog. Go hit the website up to see all of our programs and guides. We'll see you next week.